Children, before I talk to all those old people, I wanted to uh, talk to you. Frank, you can sit down. So, who can tell me what's happening on this island? I know we've done this before, but it's just a review. What's going on here? Who is this? That is Mary, the mother of God, right? So, where is her baby? You pointed out. As we're coming, show me. So, yes, the baby's uh, in a stone uh, manger that from the word to eat, manger, right, uh, in French. And uh, so, who's this? Do you know? A cow? Very close, very close, but no cigar. A what? A bull? Well, that's also close, but there's some equipment missing. Uh, it's an ox. Okay, and uh, that is a donkey. Yes, Andrew, you got it. Uh, an ox and a donkey, and that comes from a prophecy that says the um, donkey knows its master, and the ox knows its master's um, feeding trough, but. Israel does not know its Lord. Because look at where he's born in a cave, right? Not in a fancy uh, place. Uh, because people don't realize who he is. So why isn't Mary looking at Jesus? Anybody know that? I bet you Jeremiah knows. Because Right, because the Old Testament tells us that no one can look at the face of God and live. So, does that mean that Mary never looked at Jesus? No. It means that this is a statement for us to understand that she realizes that this is God. This is not just any baby. It's not just some cute baby born today. This is God who has decided to become like us. That's amazing. Okay, so what do we have here? Who is this? Angels. Angels. And uh, who are these folks? Do you know? Um, let's see. If you looked a little closer here, you would see some of the animals that they take care of. Shepherds. Exactly, Matt. Very good. Uh, so these are shepherds with their sheep. And uh, so remember, the, uh, the angel tells the shepherds, there's something big going on. You better get over there and take a look. Now, what do you think is going on here? We have two women. We have something that looks a lot like our baptismal font. And 
people thought, well, hey, uh, they're having babies over here. Let's bring ours too uh, and have a baby party. No. What what is going on here? Okay, yeah, there's more sheep down here, but what are these two women doing? Uh, yeah, it, it looks like they're baptizing a baby, but uh, it wouldn't be women who do that. And uh, we haven't started baptizing at this point. So they're just bathing the baby. Now, who do you think that baby is? It's Jesus, right? So you might think, well, wait a minute. Jesus is over here. How could it be over here? Well, because in icons, everything happens at the same time. Because with God, everything happens at the same time. With God, Jesus wasn't born 2,000 years ago. Jesus is being born. In English, we say Christ is born. But really, in Ukrainian, we say Christos Rozhdaitsa. That means Christ is being born. Why? Because God does not live in the space-time continuum. God is beyond. And so for God, everything is now. And so um, the birth and the bathing, why does he have to be bathed? I don't think any of you have been at the birth of a baby except for your own. Okay? Babies need to be bathed uh, very soon after they're born because they don't come out very clean, okay? So this shows that he's a normal baby, that he needs to be bathed. Now, who is this? Who's this man sitting here? That is Joseph. And then there's a man here who is making Joseph sad, right? Look, look at Joseph, he's like looking down, he's sad. What is this man telling Joseph? He says, don't believe, you know, what Mary tells you. You're in a lot of trouble with this whole situation. You should just cut your loss. Get out of town, man. Don't, don't be involved with these people. It's just a lot of trouble. And Joseph is all troubled and sad. So, um, what does that tell us? If anybody here has doubts about all of this, join the club. St. Joseph, it's about as close as you can get to the Lord. And he had doubts too. Um, and God helped him with those doubts. So, the next time you see this, you'll know a little bit more about it. What is this? Do you see this? It's a star. And it's got three rays coming down. You know why three? The Trinity. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. But we're going to be talking about that star in just a minute. And... Who are these three guys coming late? You'd think they were Ukrainian, right? Because they're showing up late for the main event. 
anybody know who they are? The wise men. The wise men, yes, because they weren't there at the birth, they came later. Okay, good. So you can go now for your lesson with the Brodika Halena. Okay. For our guests, forgive me that I need to sit. It's uh, for health reasons, not for uh, any other reason. Ja se dru čez dorovja, ne tomu što ja vožaj što ja što specijalno. So um, we have uh, heard the the story about the wise man from the East who are involved with this star. And uh, so much speculation has been uh, done on the identity of this star. Is it a supernova? Is it, what, is it a comet? What could it be that uh, the wise men are following? For this, you really need to know scripture. Because the answer to that question is in Scripture. You see, the best way to understand Scripture is to read Scripture. Because there are references constantly between one part of Scripture and another. The New Testament constantly refers to the Old. So... Uh, sometimes the scriptural references are very direct, uh, they're actual quotes, and sometimes they're, they infer uh, about another passage. So, in the book of Numbers, okay, it's right at the beginning of the Bible, one of the earliest books. The book of Numbers, chapter 24, 17. Now, chapter 24, for those of you who know some scripture, is the chap chapter where Balaam and his donkey uh, are the stars, right? Now, Balaam uh, gets on his donkey, and he's making his way, and his donkey stops and doesn't want to go. So he whips the donkey. And the donkey starts moving, but in a different direction, and then it stops. And he's upset, so he whips his donkey, says, go. And so the donkey goes, but in yet a different direction. And then it stops again. And he starts whipping the donkey, and the donkey says, Why are you whipping me? You know, basically, what did I do to you? You know why I'm stopping? Because there is an angel of God standing in our way, not 
allowing us to pass. Well, Balaam is taken aback. But where is Balaam going? He's going to see the king of the Moabites, Balak. And uh, Balak wants Balaam's advice because Balaam is a wise man, perhaps a prophet. And he wants Balaam to curse the Israelites because the Israelites have now begun to occupy the Promised Land, Canaan. Uh, they've crossed through the desert all the 40 years. That's all over. They come now into Canaan. And the Moabites want to stop the Israelites. So the king says, curse them. And every time he tries, Balaam ends up blessing them. So he's told three times to curse the Israelites and then... Each time he blesses the Israelites. And then Balaam says this. The oracle of Balaam son of Beor. The oracle of him whose eye is clear. The oracle of one who hears the words of God. Of one who knows the knowledge of the Most High. He sees what the Lord makes him see. He may fall, but his eyes are open. And then he says these all-important words. I see him, but not in the present. I perceive him, but not close at hand. A star issues from Jacob. A scepter arises from Israel to strike the brow of Moab. That's the meaning of the star in today's gospel story. It is something that is prophesied centuries and centuries before and it comes to be fulfilled today in the fullness of time as we heard from the letter to the Galatians. Što značaje poznata času? Mi precečuli v apostoli sehodni iz čitanja Poslanja do Halaki. Kole prišla povnota času, jakšo Bog žive poza časom, što može označati povnota času, se vidnosite do nas. Dla kožno z nas pride kolis povnota času, kolis zakinčica naše zemske žitja. Коли прийшла повнота часу в цьому випадку, Божі пляни для спасіння людського роду сповнились. І 
Син Божий народився як людина. На що святий Павло каже, щоб ми були усиновленими. Отже ж, Бог бере на себе людську природу, щоб люди могли взяти на себе Божу природу через усиновлення. When St. Paul in today's reading from the letter to the Galatians talks about adoption, he is explaining what this whole birth of the Son of God as a human being means. He becomes a human being. This is God who becomes a human being, which never ceases to amaze me. It never ceases to amaze me that God loves us, that God cares about us. You know, if I were God and watched uh, the shenanigans in Congress, I think I would uh, write off the whole human race. If I were God and watched all of the wars, all of the uh, child abuse, the, the rapes, uh, if I were God and I watched all the violence, all the cheating, all the injustice in this world, I'm, uh, I'm pretty sure if I were God, I would have wiped out the whole mess. But thank God, I'm not God. And so, He loves us. It's a crazy love. Okay, it goes beyond all imagining. He not only loves us from a distance, He becomes one of us. God takes on human nature so that human beings can take on God's nature. It says so in the second letter of Peter, chapter 1, verse 4, it says that we are partakers of God's nature. So this is not just a one-sided thing. St. Paul explains that this makes us adopted sons and daughters of God. Uh, a lot of people have this completely uh, wrong image of what salvation is. They want to be neighbors of God. No, that's not what God wants. He doesn't want you to live in the same neighborhood. He wants you to be a member of his own fa family, his own household. That's how much he loves you. Can, can you imagine? Adoption is a big thing. To adopt someone. You're saying, okay, whatever trouble you're going to have, whatever problems you're going to have, you're mine, and I'm going to take care of you. Uh, that's a big commitment. And this one is forever. Господь Бог нас так любить, що став одним із нас. І тому ми не сміємо перестати над тим застановлятися. 
It's something that we need to spend a lot of time on. And I'm not talking minutes or hours, I'm talking years and decades to wrap our mind around the fact that God loves us so much that He became one of us. And then the second part, in order to make us adopted children uh, of God. So this is a time of gifts. Christmas is a time of gifts. And we give gifts that bring joy for a a few days and then (laughs) the gifts get put aside. We get bored or uh, sometimes we make believe that we love the gifts. Oh, what a wonderful sweater you got me. And uh, then we think to ourselves, now I'm going to have to actually wear this thing. Uh, well, I'll wear it a couple of times and that should be enough. These gifts, even if they're very meaningful, they're very meaningful for a very short while. We focus on the gifts that the wise men bring to Jesus. Mudreci prinesli Isusovi ladan zoloto i miro. I vse duže harno. Vse vlastevo vidnosiče do inših proroctv v staromu zaviti, što narodi svitu prenesuć bogovi rizni bahati darej. I e, pro ce je bahato proroctv staromu zaviti. I ce je spolnjenje to proroctva. Ali ce ne je najvažniši dar u vsehodnišnjemu svijati. Najvažniši dar to je koli gospod daruje sebe nam. So, the gifts are nice. Let's love each other for the gifts. Let's be grateful. Let's embrace each other. And whether you like the gift or not, make the person feel good because it was given out of love. But the main gift today is God's gift of his own self and his promise that you and I are adopted by him. That doesn't mean we forget about our parents or our family because they too have been adopted uh, by him. That's the gift in this feast of the birth of our Lord. Let us rejoice in it. Christ is born. Glory.